What's going on, world? I'm your host, Jenny Ching, and you're diving into the Jenny Ching Experience, the show that seduces unapologetic perspectives, stories, and the magic energy to expand on your journey towards consciousness. What's up, world? It is Jenny Ching, your host. I've got my brother, my confidant. What up, Tony Ching? What's up, world? <laughs> hey, you know you got a big ass compliment today this morning on my live. Oh yeah. Hey. Oh shit. Well, they, thank you very much. Someone commented, they're like, "Your brother's voice, though." <laughs> hey man, I didn't choose this voice. This voice came with this body. You know what I mean? I didn't choose this voice, bitch. The voice chose me. <laughs> the voice chose me. Uh, yeah, but seriously, what about my voice? Yeah, they like said, it. no, they said it was, <laughs> I, th I think she was going in the direction of saying that it was very sexy. I was like, oh, that's the first. <laughs> that is pretty much the first. <laughs> you Thank know, you. Thank you. <laughs> bro, you got a very genuine voice. You do. You got a good vibe. You got great character. You could just feel it. You know, you could feel it from what comes out and within, right? Ooh. So I'm not surprised, honestly. And I saw that coming. I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to go and tell my brother that on live via podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> hey, bro, I you... Accept. You've been uh, published yesterday. I saw a big publication that came out for you, Mr. Founder of Super Jewelry Co. <laughs> Tong Kiao. How do you feel about that? Is that your first publication? Yeah, Damn. that is. That's Crazy. hot, bro. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Ooh. Dude, that's hot, man. You're fucking killing the game. Losing weight, I see. Getting published. My brother's on a fucking other level today, this year, this <laughs> month. You on another vibration. You already in 2021, brother. Hell yeah, we both are. Shit. Shit, I let go of 2020 like three months ago. <laughs> there you go. I don't know what the fuck everyone else is on. I don't know about all y'all, but I've been in 2021 for the last like four <laughs> months now. <sighs> but you know, bro, last week, it, you know, it was kind of shitty because we were making this podcast and it was all about, you know, we we're kind of going down this like super amazing, impactful journey and yeah. channeling experience. And then bam, the technology shut off, <laughs> yeah. you know, but shit like that happens, man, you know, mm -hmm. like things like that will happen. And you know what? Like, it's not so much how we react to it. It's how we respond to it. Mm. Let me say that one more time. It's not so much how we react to things. It's how we respond to things. And what I'm grateful for is that you and I, even after like my laptop shut down and technology difficulty, you and I still got on the phone and we still kept on conversing mm. and that's real fucking shit, you know? Mm. And I'm so grateful that you and I, you know, have come this far. In fact, I didn't even tell you this, bro. What? What? Did you know that we are amongst top 130 business podcasts? Really? On Spotify. Oh, shit. Verbatim. <laughs> Verbatim. <laughs> How do you feel? Shit. Hey, I feel fucking good because this podcast is only like two months old. Oh, fuck. Maybe, maybe three, but still, like, that's, that's crazy. So 
So young. It's such Damn. a baby. It's just like a little three month old baby. And imagine like in one year, <laughs> shit's going to be talking, walking, fucking making money. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That's fucking fire. Fire. And I'm all about that life, bro. Mm. But you know, again, kind of circling into this concept of things kind of not working out last week, but us picking mm. it back up this week. There's a level of momentum here. Mm. There's a momentum here. There's some kind of energy that we've conserved, right? Mm. And this conserving of energy is now birthed, right? Or birthing a new conversation in which I believe a lot of people will really, really, really appreciate, yeah. right? Especially because in this podcast, this episode specifically, we're going to go dive deep, bro. Mm. We're going to go deep down, right? To the art of forgiveness. Yes. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. And why am I feeling so inclined to talk about forgiveness, right? Mm. I think it's because, like we said earlier, we left 2020 a fucking three, four months ago. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The moment I turned 31, October 4th, <sighs> I left my body, bitch. And I fucking went right into 2021. I don't know about you guys. Y'all talk about New Year's Eve and shit. Mm -mm. I'm already in my future self, right? Hell yeah. But I think that I missed one step. Mm. And I think you can agree with me, bro. Mm. And the one step that I personally missed is really kind of being present, you know, mm. being present enough to not escape, right? Because mm. there is a thing called spiritual escapism, according to my spirit guides right now, because that's the first time I've ever heard about it. Okay. Because, you know, we're channeling all the fucking goddamn time, right? Hell yeah. But apparently they just told me that there's a thing called spiritual escapism. Mm -hmm. What is spiritual escapism? I guess it's a place where we just decide to get less present and more in future. Mm. And in so many ways, there's so many benefits. There's so much assets and there's so much success that comes from the art of being able to visualize for the future. Right. Mm. But I don't feel that there's any medication there. I don't feel any medicine when it comes to living in the future, right? Yeah. Because by escaping to the future, we're trying to get away from something that we need to face here in the now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Doesn't that hit different? Mm. And I got to be honest, I'm um, guilty as charged, man, you know? Mm when it comes to my default in life, my default in life is to constantly live in the future. Mm. Because by living in the future, I can already see in which I want and I desire and that I could feel touch here, right? Mm. And that's what makes me so successful at obtaining what it is that I wanna manifest in this life. Mm. But yeah doesn't make me the most present person alive, right? Mm, yeah. And being a, you know, a child of the universe, right? And being children of the universe, both you and I and, and our audience, I'd say right now that there's no more magical place in the world to be 
than the now. Mm. And being in the now really kind of makes my feet tingle, right? I, like, I could feel like air, like breathing in and out through my feet, right? Because it makes me feel like, all right, Jen, this is it. This is where you're at, right? Yeah. But what are you leaving behind before you skyrocket to the future? Mm. Right? Yeah. What are you leaving behind? And you almost have to look at your present moment as a way of being a legend, right? Mm. Being a legend and making your mark. Yeah. Making your mark in that present moment so deeply so that you always want to go back to the past to celebrate what you've accomplished mm. as opposed to be afraid by. So many people look back on their past and it's full of trauma. It's full of fear. It's full of deception. It's full of experiences that have quite literally burned us, you know? Yeah. But what if we were to change that today? Right. Mm. What if we were to change that bro? Mm. And what if we were to change that by starting to make our mark here in this present moment so deeply, right? Mm. We made our mark so that when we do look back in the past, we only want to reward ourselves. Yeah. We only want to reward ourselves and we forgive ourselves for what we cannot at the time control. Yeah. And instead we celebrate the things that brought us here now and mm -hmm. where it's going to take us tomorrow. Right? Yeah. So forgiveness has a lot to do with that. It's like, Mm, it's like the nucleus, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I truly believe that. I feel like to unlayer, right? Mm. To unlayer these areas in our lives where we want to let go of an energy in which holds us back. We want to let go of trauma. We want to let go of depression. We want to let go of victim mentality, right? Yes. I believe, apparently my spirit guides do too because they're the ones saying this shit mm. the antidote the nucleus it's not even just gratitude it's forgiveness mm. right mm. because forgiveness is an action it's something we can apply now right, right? now right now mm. Forgiveness is not something that we need to like sit there and have an awakening for. Forgiveness is an action that we can take today in this moment, in this breath, <laughs> right? Yes. So I gotta ask you, bro, cause I obviously, you know, I could channel forever, but what I wanna ask you <laughs> is what's your relationship to forgiveness, bro? Cause it feels like within the last two months, more specifically, Yeah you really started to practice the art of forgiveness. So I'm so curious from your perspective and your journey up until this point, what is your relationship to forgiveness and what does it mean to you? Hmm. Remember that time we, uh, we talked, you brought up something, how like you're part of yourself that you didn't accept because you forgave mom, you forgave dad, you forgave me, you forgave those who, you know, really did inflict trauma into your life. Right? right. Right. But at the same time, it's like, did you accept and forgive yourself for being that way? Right. right? Mm -hmm. And so that really hit me because as I just unlayer and unmask 
my emotions and acknowledge them. I think the next phase for me was that like to forgive and accept mm. the parts of me that I found to be like, oh, you know, cringe, right? Mm. Like, oh man, like, <laughs> like, damn, I always flake, you know, but it's mm. like, did I really forgive myself and accept myself? I didn't, you know? I see. But you're right. Like for the past two months is like the, the most impactful months I've ever experienced, you know, in my mm. life. So it's like forgiving ourselves, forgiving my inner child. Because you're right. We don't know. Like, how could we know? How do we even have control? Yeah. You know? It's like, we just feel what we feel. We don't even know what it is. We don't even have a name for these feelings Right. when we grow up. So it's like, it's really cool. And um, just to forgive ourselves is so powerful. I love how you articulate this because... It's powerful because it's setting us free, mm. right? If yes. I could give one liner, if I can literally give a one proud liner of what forgiveness means to me, mm. it would be that forgiveness equals freedom. Nice. Freedom of self, right? Mm. Freedom of detachment of your ego, mm. freedom from others right? It's the gateway, man. Once you understand how to forgive yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Then you are literally releasing the energy in which now sets you free. And when you talk about my journey, you know, obviously so many of you guys have heard, you know, my past and we haven't even dived deep into it and that's fine, right? Because it'll come with time. But when you talk about my experience in forgiving mom and dad and even yourself for mm. everything that I've held on to, not just you guys, but everyone that's mm. like neglected me and emotionally abused, mentally abused me, physically, oh Jesus, right? Mm. For all of that, I forgave everyone in my life, not because I wanted to, Right. But more because I did it out of survival instinct. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. what does that mean? It means that I didn't even know I wanted to forgive all of these people in my life, bro. Mm. What I realized though, powerfully is that I needed to, in order to keep going. Mm. Because I remember within the first year and a half of Rockin' events, which is my first startup, like my event planning firm. Right. Yep. I remember all the ammo, all the fucking like ambition that I had to succeed for the wrong people. Mm. And the breaking point for me, when I realized that I was succeeding on behalf of the wrong people Mm. was when I was voted top 10 best event planners in Los Angeles. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was competing against fucking veterans in my industry, bro. Hell yeah. And I remember when I got that award, mom was crying, right? Yeah. And I didn't feel a single thing, (laughs) you know? Yeah. She's like, Jenya, like we should celebrate. Maybe we can go to dinner. I'm sorry I ever doubted you. All these things, right? Mm. And I remember sitting there in bed being like, oh, they think, yeah, I got it, mom. It's fine. Hey, stop. It's fine. Stop. Mm. You know? Yeah. And I didn't even care about the award, dude. 
Mm. It didn't feel anything to me because I was already at the next fucking like manifestation goal. Right. Mm -hmm. But the problem that I had with that was I should have celebrated. It should have felt like something to me because it's something that I wanted so bad, you know? Yeah. But in that moment, I didn't even know the first thing in what it would be like to have accepted that award for myself. Mm. And because I was trying to succeed for the wrong people, I didn't even get a dose of what it felt like to accept that award for me. Mm. Do you understand? Oh, yeah. And it was in that moment that I fucking decided. I was like, if I could get this successful in running this like new company and getting so high up on the ladder so quickly, right? If I could do this for the wrong people, right? Yeah. Imagine what I'll accomplish if I do it for me. Yeah. And for the reason why I started this passion from the first place. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I detached myself from trying to prove the wrong people right. Mm. And I attached it to me and my fucking passion and the reason why I love to do it. Mm. And then boom. Yeah. Second year. We fucking expanded to San Francisco. Third year, I was in two different states. I was killing it. You know, I started mm. two other companies in my third year. Fourth year, I was voted top 50 in the country. All mm. kinds of shit, man. You know? Yeah. It just kept going up for me. And it's all because I decided not only to forgive other people, mm. but I decided to redirect that energy into being able to do what I do for me first. Mm -hmm. And that's powerful because we all as humans living this beautiful human experience, we all have someone we think we got to prove it wrong to. Mm. We always feel in debt, right? Yeah. We feel in debt. We feel like we owe someone something. Mm. Nah, bitch. (laughs) I don't know who taught y'all that, right? (laughs) Hey, you know, and even me, I don't know who taught myself that at like such a young age, but what I'll know is that I owe no one anything, Mm. you know? Yeah. I owe no one anything other than myself to be free because the moment I am free, I get to free others. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't that hit different? Of course. It's true though. You know? Oh, deep, bro. Oh, deep. And you know, I'm gonna share something, bro. It's a practice that in which I hope that this audience, right, of ours Mm. will appreciate. And I remember when this practice came to me, it was fully channeled. I didn't have any mentor to teach me to do this. I didn't read this from a book. It was something that I felt so inclined to do with my ex, with my past love, right? Mm. And I remember we were reconciling and this was the last reconciliation in our cycle and let it be that, right? Proudly and by all forgiveness, by all love. I mean, it's it's a beautiful way to close a cycle, right? Mm. Yeah. I remember there's so many things that we both did indirectly and directly, right? Mm. That we both needed to forgive ourselves and each other for. 
But I didn't want to ask him to say sorry, Mm. you know? Mm. And this is where I think that this whole idea came from was I didn't want to be the one to say, hey, I want you to apologize, right? Mm. For every wrongdoing, for every fucking time you fucking, you know, repetitively, like repeatedly hurt me, right? Mm. But I also didn't want him to ask me that too. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's fair game to say that you don't want your partner, right? Or your boss or your mom or your fucking colleague or sibling. You don't want them to be the one to say, apologize to me. Because mm. it's ingenuine that way, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So not genuine. Like when someone has to force you to apologize, it's not even real. Mm. You know? It's just obligation or some shit. In all fairness, I remember I was like, well, if I don't want to ask him to apologize and yet I don't want to apologize in mutual agreements, right? Mm. Then why don't we try something different, right? Yeah. And, and if you ask your brain enough questions, it'll generate as many answers in order for you to find what it is that feels right for you. Yeah. Mm. And I remember in that moment, I, I called my ex and I said, babe, I want to try something with you. He's like, okay. And I was like, let's look back on so many of these people in our past and let's write down the things that we forgive ourselves for. Mm. And when I tell you, bro, that we came back on the phone and we're borderline crying, right? Mm. Because for so long, I sat here and thought it was always them right? Mm. Why do you think it is that whenever you date someone new, they're always talking shit about their ex? Mm. You know? Yeah. I think about it. Like what guy have I not dated where they're always talking shit about their ex, right? Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I'm like, well, at some point, if it doesn't work out between me and this guy, then he's going to talk shit about me too. It's just an endless, like vicious cycle. Yeah. But it's all because we haven't sat there and forgiven ourselves for what we contributed to. Mm. And so it was so uplifting. We're basically borderline crying and we're like, fuck, that was refreshing as hell, right? Yeah. I didn't realize just how much of a contribution I was to the things that I was responsible for in these relationships that I was in, right? Yeah. But then I told my ex at the time, I said, now I want to try something different, Mm. right? And he goes, okay. And I was like, tomorrow, same time, right? Mm. I want us to do exactly what we just did, but I want to do it towards each other. Mm. I was like, tomorrow, I want us to be vulnerable enough to write down everything that we Mm. forgive ourselves for in our past, Mm. in our relationship, in our history, right? Mm. And this was, again, in lieu of me not wanting to sit there and ask him to apologize to me. Mm. I birthed a new practice where I asked him, can you write down everything you forgive yourself for then, right? Yeah. And after everything that you write down and everything I write down, I want us to express our gratitude and I want us to burn that paper. Mm. 
So almost like we're doing like a full moon yeah. ceremony, right? Yeah. And he goes, baby, done. Like, done. Let's do it, right? Mm. So the next day comes, we grab our notebooks. And when I say, brother, when mm. I fucking tell you, bro, I swear, this is how like narrow visioned I was in my own relationship, okay? Mm. I literally went in thinking, oh, easy for me, right? This is more yeah. for him. I want him to, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I thought I was going into that writing for forgiveness of myself at the max, right? Mm. Boy, was I wrong. Bro, how many? <laughs> I ended up writing about 18 things. Oh, yes. Nice. I ended up writing 18 fucking things mm. that I forgave myself for in this relationship. And I'm not talking about forgiveness. Mm. Like I forgive myself for giving him too many chances. No, 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 mm. no. That's Neanderthal shit. No, that's not mm -mm, right. Yeah. I was writing stuff like I forgive myself for not being supportive when he mm. wanted to pursue his dream career in obtaining this job. Mm. No, I forgive myself for not asking if he was okay and just assuming that he was, you know, mm. I forgive myself for not realizing that maybe there was something that I was not being a provider to right mm. in his mental and emotional health right yeah. when i say bro that i cried like a bitch and i fuck it it's <laughs> like no i was weeping yeah. weeping bro you it's know it's beautiful it's beautiful because when i started to realize the things that i forgave myself for what did it do right mm. It built a new muscle in my heart. Mm. It built a new muscle in my intuition. Mm. And it built a greater muscle in my mind. Right? Beautiful. That I was accountable. Mm. I am accountable. Because it's so easy. Right, bro? It's so fucking easy to look at the other person and just be fueled with all the things that they did wrong or, you know, that like you want them to forgive themselves for, right? Mm. But when you sit there and you're willing to get deep within yourself to write and really accept everything that you forgive you in, mm. right? Yeah. When you can do that, now you're a real big girl. Now you're a real big boy. And yes, you can mm. wear your big girl and boy pants, you know? Fuck yeah. Because at that point, you're not playing no victim. You're playing an equal in which that's how you should have always started that relationship to begin with, right? Mm. We should always start a relationship with equality, with equal give and take, right? Yeah. So why is it any different to end a relationship in equal form mm. right yeah i mean sure like maybe they did something stupid or something that hurt you yeah but your energy needs balance mm. your energy needs to weigh out right an equal give and take mm. you know 
it needs to end as good as it started, brother. You know mm. what I mean? Mm. So what's the practice? If I can actually go right into it, it would be for everybody listening right now, right mm. here, right? Mm. Everyone that's in this moment has something that they need to forgive themselves with first, mm. right? Yes. And it doesn't have to be a list of eight, 12, 15. It doesn't matter. Stop getting attached to a number mm. and instead get attached to what flows out of your intuition. Right. Mm. And when you could sit there proudly and look at everything, every little to large thing that you forgive yourself for, right. Mm. within the contribution of whatever relationship that you're in, whether it's a relationship with your boss, mother, child, lover, it doesn't matter to me. Mm. When you could do that, now you're playing with the real big fucking players, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but in order to get on my team, you got to be a big dog, baby. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You can't mm. be a little bitch. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not going to happen. Like so many, yo, like yes. it's so cute. All these people are like, oh, I'd do anything to be your friend. Uh, right? Yeah. Do you know what it takes to be my friend, bitch? Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to be resilient. You can't take shit personally. Mm. You know, you can't expect. It's got to be unconditional. You know, mm. you got to have that divine way of thinking. If I don't text you back, I don't text you back. Mm. You know, if we're together, we're together. You're confident with that. Like, yo, it's like people want to make it look so easy. But the reality is like I work too hard. Mm. I forgave myself too much and I've let go of too many cycles. Right. Mm for me to hang out with fucking weak ass energy. Mm. It's not going to happen. Right? Yeah. So if you know you're a weak bitch, you need to hop off this podcast and you need to get somewhere in a cute place. Mm. Right, bro? Yeah, I love it. I love they, it. Yo, if you weak as fuck and you got <laughs> like nasty low vibrational energy, you got to hop off my fucking arena, baby. Ooh. And you got to find yourself some fucking candy land out there in which you can live your little fantasies and shit. The fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> you know, like, no, hell no. Go play in Zelda, bitch. This is reality. This is the world mm. in which really exists, whether it is in this lifetime, in a parallel mm. lifetime, it's all real. This is a space of true reality. Mm. You're going to hear more things that you fucking like as much as you don't like. Mm. But guess what? When you uh. hear the things, bro, when people uh. hear the things that they don't want to hear, right? Yeah. Listen, ain't nobody care about you enough to fucking tell you. Mm. Right? Yeah. Like all the people pleasers out there in the world, they fucking please you because they don't care about you enough to tell you the fucking real truth. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And I'm just saying, bro, like, 
forgiveness mm. that's why is passion coming in this vibration of forgiveness because forgiveness is an action mm. it's not just a thing it's not just an idea it's an action and anything worth taking action towards right yeah you gotta be a fucking spartan you gotta be willing to go to war you gotta be willing to fucking fight yeah even if it's just for yourself mm. right especially yourself especially yourself so why am i coming in all hot and heavy right now or hot and bothered because mm. i need you guys to start taking action and responsibility and accountability right and mm. not just the reality that you can easily like a trend call someone a narcissist mm. why the fuck were you even attached to that shit from the first place mm. right mm. at some point like you can't play that card with me mm. you know and it's becoming a trend now bro what like for people to call their significant others a narcissist right oh yeah it's like yeah okay sure i'm sure they were a fucking narcissist but what are you mm. you know yeah if they're a narcissist then what are you mm. right mm -hmm. let's define because once we define who we were, right, mm. we can leave that version behind. Mm. Tell me I'm wrong, bro. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Jenny Chang, you glowing. You glowing. <laughs> I am, man. I'll be honest, though. Now I'm acting all tough and shit, but I'm feeling some type of way right now, bro. Hey, that's some truth right there. What the fuck? Feelings are valid. Feelings hey, are valid. Always you know? valid. Always. Don't ever apologize for being yourself. Hell you know what I mean? No. Like, fuck yeah. Make them feel that type of way. Fucking repel them, you know? Like, repel them. <laughs> <laughs> he shall not pass. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Jenny, like, you know, it's not even on a serious note. On a truth note, you hit it in the button multiple times Oof. you know you're so right and it's like watch out for those who talk shit about their ex mm. they have not healed themselves mm. they have not and also right like watch out for yourself why you're attracting unhealed partners or potential partners right Oof. because you yourself are not healed exactly you know? Bam, you know, like don't blame the other person for not being unhealed. Right. Look within. Look within. You know. Tell them, bro. Like that's it. That's my whole thing. It's like, okay, listen. You'll never catch me talking shit about my ex unless there's a, something in my past that needs to be made an example out of. Mm. But you will never, ever, no matter what, will I sometimes say shit like, oh, yeah, they fucking missed their window of opportunity. Yeah, mm. no, well, no shit, because that's a yeah. fact, right? Yeah. yeah. Will I say stuff like, oh, if I, if I were to have ended up with that person, then sh I would not be who I am today. Mm. Yes, because that's a fact. Mm. But you'll never hear me talk shit about somebody's character. Because if I sit here and start talking shit about all the guys that I fucked with, right? Mm. Why am I even an example to you? Mm. Wouldn't you at some point look at me like, oh, why do you attract that? Mm. You know? Hell yeah. 
It's like, instead, we got to leave the relationship with the same balanced energy in which it started in. Mm. And that balanced energy is like, you know what? It didn't work out. And it didn't work out because this person was a season in my life. Mm. They were a beautiful fucking phase. They were one of my greatest spiritual teachers. Mm. But they didn't work out and that's okay. Yeah. But you know what's more okay? Mm. The fact that I built new muscles within my consciousness, right? Mm. That reassure me that I'm accountable, right? Yeah. 50% along the way, I'm accountable for me. Mm. And once I'm able to define my own accountability, that's the only way I can set myself free. Mm. See, everyone wants to talk about freedom being free, right? Ain't nothing, Mm -mm. nothing comes for free. Mm. So what do you do, right? Mm. What do you do when it comes to paying for freedom, right? Yes. You got to be accountable, bitch. You know? Hell yeah. Yes. If there's anything that you can pay to receive freedom, it's accountability. It's you sitting there being a reflection of your own self, realizing, mm. not being hard on yourself. That's the mm. difference. Right? True, true. It's a difference between being accountable and being overly criticizing of yourself. There's a fucking big ass gap between that shit. Night and day. Night and day. By accountability, it means that you are allocating the areas in which you are an equal contribution to that experience. Mm. You know? Yeah. But then people, right? All these fucking whack ass humans. <laughs> right yeah they only want to say that they met 50 percent when that experience is good mm. when that experience is good they want to say that they were an equal contribution right mm. but when that experience is challenging or when it's bad they want to say that it was the other person bam you know yeah and that's what we need to change more of mm. in this lifetime in this fucking world, as long as you got my breath, right? Mm. As long as there's an energy from me shining on this planet, yes, I will make sure that I diffuse as many of the people in this world that feel somewhat entitled, mm. somehow entitled to believe, right? Mm. That they weren't an equal part to whatever the fuck had happened. Mm. And I don't mean things that you couldn't control. Mm. I mean things that you very much could have controlled. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Freedom has a cost, you know? Yeah. Everything has a cost. And as long as my universe is channeling and with me all the goddamn time, I'll never be wrong. Mm. And freedom, if they tell me that freedom has a cost, it does. Mm. And what that cost is, is you being willing, right? Mm. To self-reflect, to self-define, right? Mm. And to set yourself free through your own free will. Mm. Through your own free will of choosing you. That is the cost of freedom. So if you can do that, if you could pay that up, you get there, you get to the other side of the jungle.